Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 44. Today, we're talking about midlife, menopause, and hormones. Okay, so I'm in a new location. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that. If you're listening, let me describe this. This is like living in a treehouse. It is freaking amazing. So I'm in the jungle. You can probably hear like um, the birds and the traffic and all that kind of stuff. So this is part of it. So it's perfect. And and like the fan is going because if I didn't have any kind of fan on, I would melt in front of you. So this these are the conditions and I love it. I'm here for it. I've created this for myself on purpose. That's another story. I'll get to that in another podcast episode. But for today, let me start this podcast by saying all this craziness is normal. What? Like all of this midlife craziness is completely normal. And I know that that is hard to understand. As I'm doing this, there's like, there's these teeny little ants like teeny little noceum ants and they climb all everything so they're climbing on my computer and everything so i'm like gotta get them but i get distracted easily but the whole craziness that's going on in our bodies when we hit midlife and menopause it's totally normal because our body is nature and our body knows exactly what to do so we're going out of our reproductive days and time in our life and we're going into our wisdom and our time to give back so in classical chinese medicine this is called the second spring so we go from reproduction to giving back wisdom like listening to all the stuff that we've learned over the years and then sharing it with others and then the blood flow the chi goes from our reproductive areas into our heart areas so this is how we are beautiful human body and you guys think about the human body it is so mind-blowing how many trillions of actions and reactions are going on in every any given moment that our body can function it's just mind-blowing and so we got to trust that when we go into midlife and these things start to happen that it's for a reason and our body knows what it's doing so yes i know this is hard to to wrap our brains around but all this craziness is normal. Our body is regulated by hormones. It's what tells our body what it should be doing, what it should be doing. So when weight loss, when we talk about weight loss, when you're not in menopause, a lot of it has to do with, for example, sugar. Sugar will be what tells insulin how much, like how much insulin there should be in our body or shouldn't be in our body. And then that raises our cortisol levels too. And then insulin is the hormone that tells our body to store fat. That's what it does. And so that's why sugar is so toxic for many, many reasons. Like there's no nutritional value in it, but all it does is spike our insulin and in turn spike our cortisol. And that tells our body to store fat. So hormones regulate our weight. We also have leptin, and ghrelin these are the hormones that tell us when our body is hungry and it needs to eat and these are the hormones that tell our body when it's satisfied and we can stop eating these are all hormones so i would say those are the top four the insulin the cortisol the leptin and the ghrelin and this is all how our body knows 
what to eat, when to eat, how much. And this is how we can equate this to like the animals in the wild. You'll never see an animal in the wild that is overweight if it's just in its natural habitat doing what its body is telling it to do. And our body is the same. It's no different. It is no different except for everything in our food supply, our food chain has all changed, right? Hey, there goes the music. There's just somebody driving by, cranking the tunes. Mm-hmm. Saturday night, love it. I love it. Um, and so, <laughs> so I want us to really understand that our body knows what to do. And when menopause hits, it's not something that we should try to stop. It's something that we should embrace. And the main thing that we should do is try to create a safe place for this to happen where our, where we can tell ourselves, yes, my body is changing and it's okay to change. It's supposed to change. So how can I um, create the safest space and give my body everything it needs in order to make this as efficient as possible? And that's where I come in <laughs> because it's a mind mess, I know, but also it's nutritionally based. So how can you give your body what it needs on an, on a nutrient level so that it can do what it's designed to do the fastest, the quickest, the most efficiently? Like that's what we want to figure out. We don't want to figure out how to make it stop because it, it needs to do this. Our, all our body is trying to do is rebalance itself. Nothing's gone wrong. And it just takes a little bit of time and a little bit of help. The, the research shows that menopause can take seven to 10 years. What? I know that seems insane, but it's different for everybody. And it's, it's tapered on the edges, right? Like the, the medical society will say it's a year from when you have your last period to now you're in menopause, but your body is still trying to balance itself. Our body, our body is nature and nature is designed to keep everything in balance. That's all nature does. It's like, oh, something's out of balance here. Let me add a little bit more of this to get this back. And our body is no different. If one um, hormone drops, which is what happens, then the rest of our body is trying to figure it out. What do we need more of? How do we fix this? How do we level it out, right? And our body is designed to do that. So we don't want to stop this process. Like our bodies are designed to not have this much estrogen or as much estrogen later in life. When you look at um, Asian cultures, they don't experience menopause. It's not on their radar because of their lifestyle and their philosophy. It's just, they were never told that they're gonna go through midlife and they're, they should struggle and they're gonna have hot flashes and all that. It just doesn't happen. And because of their diet and lifestyle and their mindset, like it's just a whole, it's the whole environment, right? We're a product of our environment. And so when we look at these types of cultures, we want to be curious about why is that? Like, what the heck? Why, why is that happening over there? And how do we replicate that in our world? So our body is just trying to rebalance itself. That's all it's doing. Because remember, we've done this before. When we went through puberty, this is exactly what happened. Pregnancy, same things. The hormones go out and then our body balances postpartum it's a different than when you're pregnant totally different hormones going on and your body's rebalancing itself and then midlife again another rebalance so we so it knows what to do we're in good hands because nature is running the show so that's the good news right so all we're doing is rebalancing our hormones and we know that our body is designed to do this so we don't want to fight it we want to go with it but what happens for us for most women is when the estrogen levels drop, 
um, our body is trying to produce more estrogen. So it's kind of like a up and a down, like a, whoa, it's happening. And there's, there's, you know, more and then less. And that's where all these mood swings come in and all, and all of these fun things that we get to deal with. Most women find that you will have weight gain in the midsection. That's very, very common. And also in the breast too. I know for me, that's what happened. You will literally wake up one morning and be like, what happened? All the fat on your body seemed to have migrated right into your belly. And my, my boobs went up a whole size. I'm like, what is happening here? Um, but it's designed for a reason because when your estrogen levels drop, then your body's trying to produce more estrogen <clears throat> and the wit, the place it produces it is in fat cells. And then these fat cells are the ones that are in your stomach area. So it just happens to be those type. Cause when we are, when we are not in menopause, uh, we're designed our, the female body is designed to store more in, um, your hips and your thighs just for child, for childbirth and for balancing out how we carry our center of gravity. And then when we hit midlife and, and the estrogen levels drop, then our body tries to produce a little bit more estrogen in the fat cells. And that's why it seems like we have the overnight midlife belly. That's why it's happening. Our body, it's just our body's genius. Like it's, a, it, it is, it's innate knowing balancing itself out. So we want to please, please, please not try to stop it. Don't mess with it. Really like honor it. That's what we want to do. Like we literally want to have the thought in our heads that, okay, my body is supposed to do this and love ourselves in this version of ourselves. And I'm not saying that's it forever. Just stay like this. But what I am saying is we want to create a safe space for us to be able to go through this without having the negative thoughts about ourselves that we're fat, we're overweight, we're like, we're, we're not putting in the effort, anything like that, because this is just a natural biological change. And so we mentally want to create a safe space for ourselves by telling ourselves that, yes, this is what my body's designed to do. And it's temporary. It's not going to last forever. And if I can create the healthiest, safest space for my body, it will balance itself out. And then this midsection weight gain will go down, it'll dissipate, it'll disappear. So it's really important that we're solid in the mind because our mind, as not only is are all these hormone things going on, our kids are flying the coop and then our relationships are being redefined and we're getting older, like physically older, so that we can see the signs of aging and our bodies can't do what they used to do. So all of this can be very overwhelming, especially when we're in a hormonal imbalance or in the process of balancing our hormones. And that's where the big emotions can come from. Like it's just another thing, right? So mentally creating a space for yourself where you can hold that space knowing that this is nature doing its job and it's temporary but the way i can help it the way i can help it is by eating super clean foods so you know that that means 
no processed foods. I just can't say that enough. If you could get rid of all your processed foods and only did that, you'd be laughing. Sugar, sugar is a poison. I will just totally fight this battle till the day I die. Sugar is a poison. There's, it doesn't do anything good for your body. It causes harm, wreaks havoc, gets you to store um, fat, just tr triggers the insulin, store fat, store fat, store fat. And there is no nutritional value in sugar whatsoever. And so if we could just eliminate sugar, and I don't mean fruit because sugar is the poison, but the antidote is fiber. So when you have fruit, my friends, you're golden because the fiber slows down the process of where the glucose goes into your bloodstream and all that. So it's not spiking your insulin levels, which is like store, 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 because it can't, all that can't be shuttled into the cells. It's just too much. So if we can add fiber to it, it slows it out and it has a nice steady releasing of the insulin. That's why fruit doesn't have the same effect. So fruit is also designed by nature. Nature knows what she's doing. She has covered all the bases. She has your back. She wants you to eat fruit. So don't think that you can't eat fruit. And we also don't want to have a lack or limitation mindset. We want to have an abundance mindset. That's why the eating philosophy that I have is so good because it's based on abundance. The one thing you want to remember, my friends, is that how, whatever you do to lose the weight is what you have to do to keep it off. So dieting restriction, it just doesn't work. It might work for a short period of time, but let's not kid a kidder. We've all been there. Trust me, I've done all of them. As a, When I was a personal trainer, I did all of the fad diets just to experience them to see if they'd work for certain clients. And you will lose the weight for a short period of time, but you will gain it back because it's unsustainable. And so if you want to really have your own back in midlife, here's what you want to do. You want to create a safe space in your brain, but you also want to nourish your cells because if your body is at its healthiest, it will be able to balance itself out quicker and easier. So if your body is trying to fight disease or inflammation, it's harder. It takes more away, takes more energy away from the balancing of the hormones. So it takes longer to do. So the cleaner our system is, the more efficient it is, the quicker it can rebalance out your hormones. So if you get rid of all the processed foods, so that sugar, yes, flour, mm -hmm. because again, it's like, it's, it's been, um, so processed that it just spikes your insulin levels. And then another one is the fats and oils because they're super high in calories. Now I don't have time to go into this here, but, and I will do, I have a masterclass coming up on this. It's going to be so good. It's going to change your life, but just think about this. My philosophy is also never count your calories because that is not natural. You never see like a monkey out in the wild counting its calories. How many bananas have I had today? No, it's like, it doesn't do that. It just listens to its hunger cues and then it always is balanced. Um, so no, no uh, fats or oils. You want to stay away from those because they're super high in calories. Now, I just said, I don't want you counting your calories, but there's a philosophy that tells you how you can know how much food you can eat. And it is never by counting calories because when you look at calories, again, I don't want to go into this, but I get really excited about people's brains understanding this, right? If you have like 500 calories of chocolate cake and 500 calories of broccoli, 
there's no nutrients in the cake, but there's tons of nutrients in the broccoli. So, so it's like comparing <laughs> apples and oranges. It's like comparing broccoli and cake, right? So you don't want to be counting your calories again, because it's unsustainable. But if you can stick to just whole clean foods and nothing processed, because not only is there sugar in everything, there's salt in everything, there's fats and oils and everything because the food industry doesn't make their food based on you being healthy. The food industry makes their food based on you eating more of it and becoming addicted to it. And what's the most addictive food out there? Sugar. Yeah. Sugar, 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 sugar. So they're trying to get you to buy more. And I'm trying to get you to eat as much as you want of whole clean foods that nourish your cells so that you can heal your body and you'll go through menopause quicker and just like a boss it'll be so it'll be way smoother my menopause was very subtle I think because of the knowledge that I have and the way I live my life and the foods that I eat and the thoughts that I think that's why I think my menopause wasn't over the top I did have symptoms but it wasn't crazy over the top so if you can really think okay I'm gonna have my own back I'm gonna help my body work its magic because your body is truly magic so if you can help your body do its magic that means you're eating whole clean foods that nourish your cells so your cells can do what they're designed to do if your body's in homeostasis it can't disease can't exist because it it just heals disease but if your body's out of homeostasis you're using a lot of energy to fix that like to get rid of the inflammation and heal whatever is going on for you so having a nice um, alkalized diet, which is dark leafy greens as much as possible. That's huge too. So you're staying in a nice balance and your body doesn't have to fight itself, right? That's the autoimmune. Your body is just fighting itself. That's all it is. So we want to release that. And a really good way to balance out your hormones is through food. One of the top ones, like there's a whole bunch of foods that you can eat, like black sesames and all that kind of thing. But the number one food for balancing out your hormones is maca powder. So I would highly recommend that do your research. Like don't take my word on it. Do your research. I am a holistic nutritionist and I've studied tons and tons of information about this. And I, my number one go-to would be maca powder. It's powder made from a root. So even if it doesn't work for you, it's not going to cause damage, but it is known to be the number one um, hormone regulator balancer, the number one food to do that. And I can put the link in the show notes below. Cause there is a local place in the town that I live in, in Poco, um, where I get mine from cause it's organic. And I know that they do their due diligence with where they get their, um, all of their stuff from. So that's really important too. And there's another one that has just come to my attention. So I haven't done as much research on this, but I'm going to share it with you anyway because i think that you can do your research and between these two these would be my top two recommendations for balancing your hormones um shatavari s-h-a-t-a-v-a-r-i i will also put that in the show notes and do your research this is called the queen of herbs in the ayurvedic medicine you want to avoid this if you have a history of estrogen receptor positive cancer that's the one um thing that you want to be aware of 
but it's worth the research. These two beauties together can help you balance. I had a question the other day, like how long should I take this for? How will I know when it's working? And this is something where you want to let your body adapt to it. So these types of things you want to monitor for 30 days, always try one thing at a time. Don't dump on a bunch of things and then say it didn't work or it did work because you just won't know which one worked and which one didn't. So I would highly rec recommend that you start with one and you would do it for 30 days and just notice what you notice, notice what you notice, and then make your decisions based on that. And then try the other one, um, with it by itself. Like you can keep doing the one that you did because it's working for you. If it's not working, then stop it and then try the other one. Start with the maca, and then you can research the Shadavari. I'll do more research on it. I haven't taken it myself because this has just come into my awareness. So I love when new um, herbs and remedies and foods for balancing hormones comes uh, into my awareness because I just get obsessed with it and I'm gonna research it and share it with you guys. So the takeaway today is really that you're not crazy, nothing's gone wrong, your body is designed to change hormones because you're going into a new um, time in your life and your body's designed to do this. So do not freak out and try to create a really safe place in your brain and in your body for this to happen as efficiently and painfully as, let me say this, as gracefully as possible. So we don't lose our, you know what, on people, right? We were nice, calm, loving, kind people. And then all of a sudden we just have these rages and these hot sweats and we can't sleep and and all the things but if you can nourish your body the way that it needs you can gracefully maneuver menopause it'll be shorter it'll be easier and you'll have more appreciation for the exquisite genius and wisdom that is your body and you are in charge so remember always get a second opinion don't let somebody tell you something that you don't think is true if you go to your doctor and they're like there's nothing wrong with you you're fine then get a second opinion and go keep asking people until you get an answer that you do like and you are your own best doctor so you advocate for yourself at the end of the day those people aren't invested in your health like you are so Make sure that you trust what you're feeling is true, what your body's telling you is true because your body is genius, right? So always listen to what it's telling you. And if somebody tells you that that's not the case, then find somebody else to talk to, my friend, because as women, we wanna always get back to learning about ourselves and trusting what our body is telling us, learning what it's telling us and trusting what it's telling us because it is genius and it will never lead us astray. So always 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 believe in what your body is telling you and then find answers based on that okay my friends thank you for listening have an amazing day and always 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 love yourself first <laughs>